Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I am all in. More, more, more. I want to kiss you more. With Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey everybody, Scott Patterson, I am all in podcast. They shoot Gilmore's, don't they? Season three, episode seven. Jesus, what can I say about this? Air date, November 12, 2002. Danielle, I guess take us. Um, well, let me introduce the, the ball club, Tara S. Hello, Amy Sugarman, Danielle Romo. Uh, thanks can, for can joining just, everybody. Yes, Can I yes. just interrupt for one yes, moment to explain yes. why I look crazy? Why you look what? Crazy. You don't look so crazy. So my internet's, uh, yeah, I'm in my bed You're, because oh. I'm in Lake Tahoe right. and there's an animal living in my house upstairs. There's animals living in your house upstairs. What kind of in animals? My house. So I can't owls. go upstairs where this would look normal. Right. So I'm, I had to, I'm, I'm crisscross applesauce in the bed because uh-huh. it was the only place I could get the computer and the microphone. 
So this is not the first time there's been an animal living in the room upstairs. Uh-huh. It's the second time because one time I was in Tahoe, went to bed, was so happy to be here and realized I slept all night with a dead squirrel in the bed with me. Oh Ew. man, what a, what yeah. a. So the squirrel, boy. a new squirrel huh. is back uh-huh. and living upstairs. So I apologize in advance. So when, so when somebody advised you to buy a home where you could be closer to nature, how do you feel about that advice now? <laughs> it's huh? so bad. You huh? guys, so you're not saying you're actually crazy. You don't have bats in the belfry. It's not like a, another <laughs> metaphor for bats in the belfry. You actually do have <laughs> owls in your attic. Yes. Oh, gotcha. I have a squirrel in the loft upstairs squirrel and we've had bears in the house. So it's like. You've had bears in your house. I didn't sleep all night because I could hear the thing. I could hear the animal. And I was like panicking. So anyway, enough about that. I, I I apologize in advance because this is like the most important episode of all time. So I will zip it. <sighs> Danielle, take us away after that. I mean, how, right. how are we going to top that? <laughs> I'll take it away with a synopsis. Determined to win the annual Stars Hollow 24-hour dance marathon, Lorelai forces Rory to be her partner. While everyone in town dances around them, Rory and Jess can't seem to stop arguing with each other, a fact that is not lost on Dean. Dun-dun. Meanwhile, Lane and Paris are both surprised when the boys they like drop by to see them. Okay, first of all, uh, Kenny Ortega uh, directed this. Amy Sherman Palladino uh, wrote this uh, episode. I got to tell you something. This may have been the best hour of television I have ever seen yeah. ever yeah. in my entire, okay. you know, I'm, I'm still relatively young and I know there's a lot more living to do and a lot more TV to see. <laughs> but, it was a but movie. It was like a movie. It Well, it was just when you think that one set piece was funnier or slicker or cooler than the next, then something else happens. It's even better. I mean, it was just literally the best episode of Gilmore that I've seen. And I don't think there are any shows that can top what Gilmore does when it's firing on all cylinders. This thing was firing not only on all cylinders, they had to have cylinder people come in and install new cylinders. (laughs) The whole place, the whole garage was filled with, let's put some new ones in just to keep up with the pace. I mean, it was fantastic. Doesn't know. Kenny Ortega did high school musical, which you can tell. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you, you can, can really where tell he put the camera, so... how it was choreographed. It was mm-hmm. brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And he's a big, you know, he's a big dance guy, big choreographer. Kenny as well as a brilliant director. And it was just, you know, all of these elements coming together. I got to say right off the bat, I'm, you know, I know we're not there yet, uh, but my favorite line that made me just blurt out <laughs> laughing out loud got topped. And I want to save everything, but it kept getting topped and topped and topped. And I thought, <laughs> I, you know, I thought it was the best. I mean, Paris had some great best lines. And then Dave Rogowski comes in, does that smooth, cool scene, oh my which God, was beyond was, genius, right? Was uh, beyond was genius. So good. Was how good was that? I mean, he just—he was—he's that guy. He's that guy that in high school that's just so smart and cool, just works your parents and just gets them to fall in love while he gets what he wants. I mean, it was just so great. I, I feel there's so much of Adam Brody in that. Like, I do he too. Is, he I is too. bringing so much brilliance to that character right. because it's so him. That's him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see him have having done that in his youth, which probably wasn't yeah. you know too far prior to uh, him filming that actual episode. But he's such a highlight to Gilmore Girls, yeah. and I'm convinced he would have become 
like forever on the show if there if the OC hadn't come along. He wasn't going to stick around. Yeah. He he was no. I I remember him on set. It's like all of these guys are they're, they're too smart. Their agents are too smart to sort of keeping them pinned down to that show for longer than a year or two. Cause they knew that that was a great launch pad for them, you know, and they're young guys and they want it all. And they all have, you know, they all had a shot to do it and, and they all did it right. They all launched into the stratosphere pretty much. Um, yes, that's so true. And it, it really is right. But what a funny, like, like the uh, Shane's line, who are you, Bobby Brady, get a life. <laughs> I mean, really? I mean, just brilliant stuff. Brilliant stuff. I, I'm I'm over the moon about this. I mean, literally, yeah. this was a perfect episode for me. Just perfect. This is this is my favorite episode since Brace Bridge Dinner. That was the last one that like right. had me like this. Right. I'm like, oh god, this is so good. Right. Tara, right. for us, don't yeah. you, don't you think this is one of the most iconic episodes of the whole series? Yeah, I think it's like in the top three most memorable Gilmore Girls episodes. Yeah, right. Because you've seen the whole thing. You've seen it mm-hmm. multiple Both times, of us right? Have, yeah. 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 So. My, my number one hasn't come up yet, but uh, when we get there, I'll let you know. So far, this, this, is, this, there. this yeah. is my number one so far. I'll never, I know we're jumping to Excuse the end, me. but I'll, it forever, I remember the line, and I won't get it exactly right, but when Jess says, I gotta go do something. Right. Yeah, because yeah. I wrote that know, down. I wrote yeah. that down. And, and yeah. it resonated yeah. the first time I saw it, and, I, and I've seen this episode five times probably, and you're like, Oh my God, because you know exactly what he's going to do. Right. I don't. I wrote it down and I said, What is he going oh, to do? Of course. He was going to go dump idea. Shane. He was going to go dump Shane. He's going to break up with yeah. Shane. Yeah. Oh, I got that far. Like, oh. I was like, Oh, he's going, <laughs> going to do that. But I, I obviously don't know what happened. So I'm like, Is it just that or is he doing something else? Oh. Like, oh. giving her no, his car. Like he's he's going to come back car. with a rickshaw. <laughs> <laughs> I, love I made he, this for you. <laughs> He waits until she says mm-hmm. he was right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then just kind of, you know, hems and haws for a second. And then he says, no, he was right. And he's like, are you over? Like, are right. you over? And right. she's like, we're yes. Right. And then he's like, I got to go do something because he's not an ass. He's going to go break up with Shane so that he can do this right with Rory. And I get that confirmation from her too, like right. in her words, like, yes, it's done. Right. Yeah. yeah. I was so proud oh of Dean. God. I was so proud of Dean. I stood up and went, you go, Me girl. Too. I mean, you go, boy. <laughs> you go, girl. No, you go, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I had the same thought as you, Scott. I was like, finally, Dean, I'm so happy you yeah, did that. Yeah. Like. I, I and I didn't care that it was in front of the whole the whole dance marathon. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you you go, you yeah, do it. Yeah, just end it. Just walk away. Yeah, bro. because it was so awkward when they were getting the sandwiches God. and then like, arm. Oh, oh it was so it was like, how are you dealing with this? How Dean was getting yeah. irritated, but it yeah. was like. Oh my gosh, this is getting bad now. Yeah, he really. He's like sitting in the front row watching while Shane's like so not interested, but he's like sitting upright, just watching their every move. Right. So here's the question: Why isn't Dean dancing with Rory? Was he disqualified because he didn't register and they didn't? So no, they couldn't. They he never was wanted to dance. Who? It was they wanted just to watch. They, they just wanted, wanted to watch. watch. Lorelai was so desperate to dance. Oh, Lorelai's one that wanted the partner. It wasn't Rory needing the partner. It was Lorelai. Yeah, and yeah. they never wanted to dance. Having this right, weird. Fi- it was like Lorelai having this weird fixation with a big trophy. Like totally. her competitive yeah. nature coming out. It's like, okay. You guys, you guys, before we get off the rails, we're got to go back to the beginning of the episode. So Scott, 
Mm-hmm. Did you notice at the beginning of the episode, it started like no other episode ever with the voiceover, essentially, of the two of you while the camera panned the town. It's Kenny still Ortega. Halloween. <laughs> yes. Still Halloween. Yes. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get away from Halloween. Hey, man, you got to milk it, right? Uh, but that was so, that was such a new opening. And and I loved it. No. But it threw you for a minute because you're like, wait, I hear them. Yeah. The, but I don't the, see them. The voices, the most, two most important voices in the whole show going back and forth to establish, yeah. to establish a tableau. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I thought the, actually that opening scene was a little clunky for me. I, I, I would have, um, I don't know. I wanted it to be better. I wanted the timing to be better. I wanted it to be funnier. I wanted it. I, there was just something about it for me that was a little off, but as soon as you get past the intro and the great Carol King song, and then it's just off to the races. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was yeah. just like nonstop. Um, yeah, I, you know, that it's, look, why not take advantage of that beautiful set and that beautiful mm-hmm. town and all the beautiful decorations? Yeah, sweeping shot, show it. But right? he must be, he's a brilliant director because yeah. that is so challenging what he did. Yeah, Having it is. everyone in their right places. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there were cars going and all kinds of things. That and was, the camera's just sweeping through the town. That was such a good crew. I mean, from top to bottom, all the communication was just, you know, spot on. And that's what it takes. And you rehearse, you rehearse, you rehearse. And then all of a sudden you get that kind of brilliance, that kind of perfection. Um, yeah. So great crew. Had a new menu at Luke's. Did anyone notice? To me, that menu looked new, but I could be crazy. <laughs> Don't know. I do have one thing I have to bring up though. Mm-hmm. You guys, you have to go back and rewatch this. It was so bad. Do you know what I'm going to talk about? Oh, I'm going to rewatch anyone- this episode again and again. Yeah. I had to watch it this morning because I got in late and I couldn't see it last night. And I was just like, damn, I could have seen it a second time this morning. Yeah. But there is something in the opening scene, especially considering that now I am a background actor <laughs> connoisseur. Oh, I've noticed it too. And we will get to that. Okay. So you want me to hold on it? Uh, for don't, a don't, don't you usurp me. Don't okay. Do it. You got it. Don't do it. Sir, you've got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, what is it? What is it? I, I, it might be Are something. Sure? Yes. It might be something different. Okay, so there is a red-haired woman. Do you know who I'm talking about? Stirring. Is it, yes. Yeah. That was. Explain that to me. No, no, that you go ahead. Like, no, it's your. You go ahead. You go ahead. Well, you have to explain. Maybe there was a reason they told her because they maybe they didn't think they were going to use that shot. I mean, she stirred and stirred yeah. and stirred right. for for so long right. that it was awkward. <laughs> Like it was like something's wrong. And I keep my eyes are going to her as opposed to you and Taylor. It was like, take a bite, girl. What's going on? Yeah. It's it did actually did Taylor say F you to me? What did he no. say? Fump what? you? What did he say? What the heck did he say? I didn't get that. Did seriously he walked in and I see he goes, No, not you no, any of you and then he goes, Oh look, fump you or something like that. He did. He did. <laughs> in my own diner. That. We all need to rewatch, but for the Instagram, please, please, we need to freeze frame on this woman. Yeah. It was painful. Yeah, that was one of my, uh, it's going to be in my my notes. It's in my list of, of things. And there's a couple other things, you know, we'll, we'll get into it. You know, we couldn't keep Jess's collar up and then down and then up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down. 
<laughs> it's like, I will say I'm yeah. proud that Dean ate the pizza. I noticed that he actually took a bite right. of the pizza and right. ate it. Right. It's like, and he swallowed just before his line. It was perfect, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. I know. Yep. Committed. It's like he actually ate it. He did eat it. He did eat it. Um, All right. Well, okay. So we go then. I'm, 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 it's still debatable if we go in order or we jump around. So we're just going to like do what we want. But they go to Friday night dinner, which I thought was hilarious about the chicken. And then Lorelai oh once yeah. made the peas talk. And Emily's like, what's going on? And all mm-hmm. she wants is this partner. And then the whole drama with Stanley and Stanley's yeah. wife. And, <laughs> mess. and Emily turning into Luke saying, no cell phones at my dinner. Like Luke says, no cell You know, you know yes. same deal. Yeah. Same deal. You can tell that cell phones are getting more and more custom. Like uh-huh. everyone has one because uh-huh. they're getting more... Like uh, and 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 everybody aware of how annoying they are, and <laughs> <laughs> so we we go from Friday night dinner to Chilton, mm-hmm. which immediately I was like, why are they making out? In the mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you guys notice that? Yeah, yeah. And she says, "Time." <laughs> Time. <laughs> this is a very good episode for Paris. I, I have to give it oh. to her. It was very, very. She was very funny. Yeah. It's very, very good. And how adorable is Jamie? Right. Yeah, but, you know, it was, it when he wouldn't let go of her hand, he said, it, it was almost like he was lording over her about what a prize he was and that he's decided because he couldn't get his mind off her that he's now available to her. It's like, I just oh. thought, dude, get over yourself. Huh. It was arrogant, I thought. There was, there was one part where I went, whoa, someone's in love with themselves. See, that to me, what I... I've decided to grace you with my presence here. And yes, I like you now. It's like, dude, what do you, what, what? (laughs) For me, that's what makes him so charming. Like Mm. he really crushes on her and she's so sort of insecure about it. Right. That it's almost his like overt sort of. I was going to say, I think she like needs that because it's Paris. Like she needs that, like to know how much he actually wants to be with her. Yeah, for the most part, I I felt that way too. But I, there was one line that he said that sort of made me go, er, you know. Yeah, I mean he's cocky, but he goes to Princeton and he's a college boy. Like mm-hmm. he kind of has the right, <laughs> mm. and he's kind of babelicious. Such yeah. a such a young looking fella. <laughs> he's a young looking. Fella. I just love when he's like holding her hand and says, "Do you need your hand?" And she's all, "I've, I've got another." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he walks away, and she goes. He, he, he has, has my books. books. <laughs> oh, go get him, Paris. Go get him. Yeah. I just love that Rory's rooting her on too. Like, totally. go, go. Like, she's like standing yeah. there, just a yeah. part of it. I just love also, she's so Paris. She's like, good move. You saved us both from a lot of distractions. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> back and forth is so cute. And then she's so happy when we come back and see her in chemistry class. And she's late for class. And then she's so smitten. She slept, slept was that, in. Was that a great pause by the uh, her, her teacher? She paused a little bit and goes, you're kidding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm actually really happy. I needed to see this side of Paris yes. where she's just kind yes. of a little goofy and right. and lovey-dovey. Not, I mean, she's not lovey-dovey, but, you know, she's like she's lovey-dovey into for this her. guy. You she, know? she was and a little softer. A different it was nice to see her. her. Yeah, it was nice to see her a little softer. Mm-hmm. Um and, and Madeline and Louise are hysterical. When they realize oh that they had the free God. weekend, they go, 
What? Like, what? Yeah. what did you say? Who's available? Who's av- okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they start working the room. Running to each boy in the room. And then the one was like, couldn't do it. And they're like, she's like, I got two over here. I got two Shout out to AstroPro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off and I need something that works fast. That's where AstroPro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. And it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Plus, it is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. AstroPro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. So if you suffer from allergies like I do, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We kind of jumped around a little bit, which is fine, but there's also the scene where Lane is hanging up on Dave. Oh, and yeah. like, they're all like to Dean, like, you don't get it. You're a boy. Mm-hmm. Did you used to hang it? Listening for girls in the background. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think I think we all did that. Uh, the, we hung I, up on people. Well, I, you know, I would, when in school or junior high or high school, yeah, I'd call girls and hang up. If I, if I was crushing on them and I didn't, you know, I was, 
I didn't have the nerve to say, hey, uh, you know, me and lunch room, you know, this, you know, kind of thing. You know, you, you do that kind of crazy stuff. And there wasn't caller ID, so they wouldn't have no yeah. idea. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely used to do that. What was it? Star... Star 69. Star 69 six, call the number and yeah. then as soon as it's like hello hang up right yeah. away and then just giggles for like two minutes straight. <laughs> but if you did star 67 or something then your number's blocked? Yeah. What, whatever the so. blocking one was. I remember I did that often. Star 69 is the one that like if someone calls you you call them right back. Let me tell you something. I grew up in the era of the rotary phone. Okay. <laughs> and then the push button phone was the new technology. And there was no such thing as a star 69. Okay. So we were like, we could not be surveilled or tracked or anything. Nobody, we were doing, we were getting away with murder. Uh, let me tell you. Wasn't of, it just last week we were talking about teepeeing? Yeah. Yeah. Going from teepeeing to crank calling. Yeah, it was a wonderful time. Hey, you got Sir Walter Raleigh in a can? Hey, you better let him out. <laughs> Is your refrigerator running? You better catch it. <laughs> The young ones are like, uh, those were the old timey cranks. Wait, I will give a special shout out though to Lane's orange sweater with the elephant on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> loved it. Uh, all right. So then Lorelai convinces Rory to be her partner. And we learn a little bit of the background about the marathon that, you know, they wanted to watch it and that Andrew always gets in a fight, which I kind of love that Andrew gets a shout out. He's such a like small character, Mm -hmm. but yet big enough that we know who he is. But look at the dialogue. Look at the dialogue he's given. You went out with Liam Neeson (laughs) and now you decide to tell me this now here in this moment. You didn't need to tell me. I didn't want to know that, you know. (laughs) I don't like Liam Neeson. <laughs> we know that Kirk wins. And they planted that, right, and they planted that seed uh, early yes. on. Beautiful. Bebe and Maury after one song. All right, we're done. Well. Oh, my God. <laughs> How amazing were they? It was so good. So good. So they good. just wanted to be involved, like support exactly. the town. Right. Like, no, we're out. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah, go. so like the episode totally moves. So we go straight from chemistry class to, the, to Rory and Lorelai in their like, Amazing outfits, costumes, outfits, whatever you want to call it. Everyone, the costume person, I know you always say this, Scott, deserved an Emmy for this episode. Oh, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Brenda Maben hit it out of the park with this. I mean, this so was, uh, it really, and it really was. the vibe, it's so early in the morning mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my God, this thing's going. This but why didn't Luke have coffee ready that early? <laughs> A great question. Mm. What was that? Mm. Don't know. <laughs> Just that's a tough one. Bitter pill to swallow. <laughs> Poor Luke. We get the drama of the four and four, which that was a little bit sort of like ridiculous. No, like, I I totally agree with him. I totally agree with him. Don't meddle in my personal life. Don't meddle correct. in my marriage. She was but meddling. No, she was she meddling. Wasn't. I don't Suki, care. No, Suki asked it up. I don't care if Suki is. She Suki was out of line to ask Laurel lie about four and four. It's like she prefers being uh, having drinks to having babies. What the heck is that? What kind of a family value is that? But girls like chit chat. I think Suki shouldn't have gone back and told. um, Yes, agree with you, Tara. But like, yeah, Jackson. But like, the girls like to talk, and it should have stayed between the two of them. Yeah, but she actually yeah. took. Yeah, but she did. She took the advice and she went back to Jackson and says, "Well, Laurel, I said I should only have one, so I can have a couple of drinks." I mean, it's like no. what? 
But <laughs> she even admits the way she said it was mm-hmm. not how Lorelai said it. Right. Like Suki completely changed it. And that's why Jackson kind of went off the rails because it was, it did seem meddling the way Suki made it sound. But Lorelai's just like, dude, four and four. First of all, four and four is crazy. Yeah. Four and four is crazy. One and four is hard. <laughs> that's <laughs> Luke, Luke was like, mm, maybe none. Well, and Luke has some great lines in this, by the way. Yeah. Then we get the sweetest scene ever. Between Luke and Lorelai because of it. Oh, my God. Melt Meeting my the right heart. person and they're just gazing into he, each other's but eyes. But they, they have that scene frequently. That's that's not the first time they've had that scene. No. But that seems to be wild. the classic Luke and Lorelai tease scene. They, they do that in, in, in other episodes. And, and I remember doing that scene like it was almost every episode I did a scene like that. We're sort of but like batting our eyes at each other. Every time. Every he, time. He wants a kid. You know, he's not and anti he wants kid. Her. He, yes, he wants a kid. She she warmed to the idea. Come on, that's a that's a serious conversation to have with a buddy, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> fixing my shoe there, buddy. <laughs> what do I look like? Right. A co- I mean my cobbler to you? Do I look like a that cobbler? That's a funny line. But they're they're so together without yeah. being together. Yeah. It's yeah. like they really are. It shows how firmly entrenched she is in that town and she ain't leaving. She's yeah. happy there. She's settled. That's it. And that's yeah. the guy. That's her guy. She's not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. Even if Rory goes off to fame and fortune, uh, you know, in her professional life, she's coming back to Stars Hollow. She may raise a family there. Who the heck knows? Mm. But uh, it just feels like she's firmly entrenched and that's her choice. That's her guy. Yeah. I mean, we've By also golly. gone from deviled eggs to eggless egg sandwiches, mm-hmm. which I thought was mm-hmm. keep scooping like that. It's just there is so much happening in this episode, and it's, each thing it just is keeps coming at you. Perfect, because without the eggless egg sandwiches and the scooping, we wouldn't have Dave Rogowski coming in doing so much bit about the sand. It's all like genius. Mm-hmm. No, there was we- one part that I really questioned in this episode, though, is when Mrs. Kim asks who Jess is. Does she not know him yet? How? Why would she? How would she know well, him? Well, I mean, I guess it's a small town. But she must have heard been, something, right? She's got her ear to the ground all the time, right? right? Doesn't she? How? But she's she like, know? "Who are you?" And I'm like, "Wait a minute!" Like, I had to like go back. I'm like, "How long has Jess been in this town?" Like, it just took me a second to be like, "Right." How would she not know that that was the guy who crashed the car and Rory broke her arm? Well, maybe she never saw and him. And did the chalk outline in front of doses and I mean, he goes yeah. to lane school you think there's Look, somebody that goes to lane school that mrs kim yeah, doesn't but she, know? maybe she didn't see him you know she's at uh, either church or bible study or at the antique stores at her home you know where's she going but maybe she's heard of him but uh-huh. has never put a face in right. name right. so maybe that's our right maybe Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Scott. Yes, ma'am. Can you remember if, what, during all this dancing... Is that music live? No. No, that was so the, that was the actual to, Glenn Miller recording. So but they're still dancing to silence or do they get to dance to music? Mm, I think well not during dialogue. If 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 there's dialogue, then there's there, dialogue the whole time. Then there's no music in the background. <gasps> How do they do that? Be, you can't do it because the the microphone's going to pick up the music as well. No, that's going to background be, acting. Acting is <laughs> it so is. hard. Yes. Like, how could you dance and talk and there's no music? And like, I don't even know how you would do that. You just get a, you know, you get the rhythm and they, you know, they probably play the song for everybody to kind of get the rhythm to it. And then they'll just keep going. I don't think it's that hard. You know, they, maybe some of them had uh, earphones <laughs> in, I, I don't know, earpieces, who knows? Oh but no, you can't play the live music while the, while the dialogue is being recorded. So if there's no dialogue, then the music could go. Like I keep thinking about 13 going on 30 when they're doing the Michael Jackson dance. Like, how could they do that with <laughs> Danielle immediately knew it. How could they do the dance without the music? The, the background people knew the song. Oh my God, they probably hard. like practice with the music, and then once you start rolling, there's no music. But you you got the mm-hmm. the beat. Yeah, but there, no, there's no way. It's silent when when the uh, oh when the actors are talking when they're doing dialogue. You can't have the and music. In all yeah. seriousness, do you guys think you could do a dance marathon for 24 hours? No way. Not a chance. Hell no. <laughs> Wouldn't be interested. I mean, for charity, I'd do it, sure. But I I'd mean, be interested if I had the right partner. Right. And I think. But like, I, how many breaks did they get? Because they showed one break. So I just am curious, like, what were the rules? <laughs> 
Didn't they get like a break an hour or a break every you couple hours? You had that yellow card. A break like an emergency. hour? No. <laughs> it was the emergency, <laughs> they but they also had like a break and that's when they yeah, went to go get sandwiches. Yeah. Right. I thought it was like every hour, but maybe it's every couple hours. I don't know. And this is the best. This is the best scene for Taylor. Best show for Taylor I've ever oh seen. Oh my god! How great was he? And let the sh- so the sh- and it's showtime. <laughs> he was so in his element. And he did not want yeah. to. He was so. His he had so much fun. Oh my god! Was he? Was he a delight? He was really. I great. wish I lived in Stars Hollow because I think I would love to be in that. I would uh, I would sign up for that marathon. Yeah. I feel like you your wouldn't? squirrel situation is like right. so stars hollow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, I'm trying so hard to be focused, but like every five seconds I'm hearing something and I'm like afraid it's going to come out of the closet. Because like if it gets upstairs, it gets up there somehow. Have so you called it- uh, pest control? Have you called uh, the animal control? Yeah, I mean, you, you, you can't. This is squirrel. <laughs> we all know that. <laughs> That's obvious. I heard it. <laughs> So I can't even show you guys, but like, this is my bed, right? There's the wall. I heard it going up the wall, right? Like I can touch the wall and I heard it going up the wall. I mean, this was me all night. So So it's uh, inside the walls. The squirrel is inside the walls. Well, you have to call a pest control. So in a different house in Tahoe, we had squirrels. I don't even know how they did it. That would go and get entire rolls of toilet paper. They would come into the house, get entire rolls of toilet paper, take them up, and we're building nests. Like squirrels are squirrels are like. I just had a great. I just had a great idea. Ninjas. That's hey hey. Get the squirrel. Capture the squirrel. We'll have him on as a guest. We'll do an episode with the squirrel. What's it like living with Amy? What's the deal? What are what are her nocturnal habits? Uh, do you think we're kind of like a Gilmore Girls episode? Ever? Like this podcast? Um hmm. too much technology. You're blowing yeah. you're blowing my mind right now. I don't know. Wow. Are okay, we? back to the dance marathon. Back to the dance marathon. Unauthorized persons on the dance floor. Oh, that floor. was classic. <laughs> <laughs> And he walked through like like they walked through like they were such badasses just so right through the middle. Oh God, that was unauthorized persons on the dance floor. Was- Kirk's girl does that crazy cartwheel flip, and then Lorelai's oh, yeah. like, "Let me flip you. Let me flip you." And <laughs> just like, no, you are. I have one pain. beef with Lorelai at the dance marathon. Yeah, you do not buy new shoes. Yes. To dance in for 24 hours. They were vintage, they so were they were vintage. worn in. But only a few times, she said. Right. I, no. no no chance in hell. Uh-uh. Also, why would you dance in heels? That's not required. Right. What, Correct. What, what about the flats and comfy? Right, like, like at that sneakers. time, they had Skechers. Is Skechers for women, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> they make... <laughs> oh, my God. Why not? 24 hours. of all time. <laughs> Right. Why would you not dance in Skechers? Like who's yeah. Go 24 hours. So yeah. crazy. Or barefoot. You know, it's better than having oh my shoes God. on. Oh my God. You guys, during the time when they had to do the run around and like Lorelai's <laughs> mad at Kurt and he's all, I'm drafting you. <laughs> <laughs> like it was a, like it was a horse race. Yeah. Totally. A bike race. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I did look, I did a, I did a, a mini uh, marathon for charity down in Malibu. I don't know, 15 years ago. And I was drafting the entire, the bike ride part of it, which was a couple yeah, yeah, miles. Yeah. I was oh, the, I know en- that. the entire time I was drafting behind David Duchovny 
the company. You did the Malibu Triathlon. I did. And then I passed oh him at the God. very last and he got all pissed off at me. He's like, what are you doing? You were drafting. The I said, well, that's what. So that's the responsibility of a leader is to know somebody's going to draft is off. Drafting is legal, right? You're allowed to draft. I don't right? think you are. Oh, it's considered like rude. I think it is. Yeah. Do I think Coveney it's, got, I, I think Coveney I had, got a little, I, I, I think I violated some kind of drafting code. Yeah. Duke Coveney got a little pissy. I no, he, I was just kidding. No, he didn't care. <laughs> love, he, you know that I have care. like massive love for David Duke Coveney and I've met him and I get like, I, I can't control myself. Mm-hmm. We used to There's do one other person that does this. <laughs> Who? Who you does? guys would be so shocked. Who? Tell me. Sean White, for whatever reason, <laughs> gets Amy in a tizzy. Really? Can't. Sean, well, I met him, you know. I met him at uh, my old gym and I took Look a picture with him. getting red hey right now. I my, did. So Duchovny's in my top five. Sean White's in my top five. And we were with Sean White like mm -hmm. a month ago. Right. I couldn't even, I can't talk to him. I just run away. He's a great guy. He was really friendly. <laughs> No, he, he's, he's so the, nice. He really he's is. The nicest, sweetest, coolest, like, guy around. But I just get, like, because I just secretly love him. Yeah. But I am I can chat with Duchovny. I'm more normal about my love for right, Duchovny. Right, right, right. Yeah. It reminds me of, we used to do this, this is such a sidebar, but we used to do this thing called the text files. So, you know, the X files? Mm -hmm. We'd do this thing called the text files, and we would make David Duchovny read texts on someone's phone and give like advice for how bad they were <laughs> texting <laughs> anyway back to the gilmore girls that uh, sounds like a monster hit concept right there <laughs> huh? wait so do we feel bad for shane or do we just we don't care um a little but i don't i think she's one of the great supporting characters of all time i mean she handled look she handled little tiny bits of dialogue like a like oh man the the way she turned that line on right. it's like who are you bobby brady get a life she laughs at her and then, then just says something she goes whatever you know what i mean it's what like, about yes, the, it was she was the, perfect she was perfect i agree She's, what about the i'm bored and then right. and then uh right. just goes Okay, and then you start making out. <laughs> yeah, like, what? <laughs> what world are we on? line that was almost like a throwaway line that I think is one of the best in the whole episode. So Suki and Jackson are having their, like, crazy fight, right? And Lorelai and Luke are there. And they walk away, and you go, they're going to make great parents. Right, right. Very Lukey line. It's very funny. got so many great lines. He's like, it. the whole time, I was like, wow, he's, like, just on one at this <laughs> Dance I don't. I don't know on. that he. I don't know if Luke, Luke did have some great lines in this. I don't know if he achieved you know upper tier status for this episode for great lines. No, uh, but he gave that comedic relief. Yeah. Yes. So, well, a lot of people did. No, I. Yeah. But I. I agree. I agree. But a lot of people did. Um, back to Shane. I think that actress. I think that could have been that character. The cat. That character she's playing should have been in another series. What. Mm. A, what a great character, and she mm -hmm. was. She's so good in it. Isn't she? Yeah. Isn't yeah, she, she just, just makes so such an impression? She with does. Very few lines. She I was really say, she does. Doesn't say much. Like she, she doesn't have that many lines, but no. Just she's a presence. Yes. Regardless, she's re she really is terrific. Um, yeah. Gosh, I hope she gets a break. Some because man, there's th see that's the thing. There she's are a cool. There are gal. so many people out there that are so talented, and there's just not enough spots for them. You know, to, it's like there's so many people competing for one little role that pops up and uh, it's frustrating. But she's she was great. 
and thank God we 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 all got to see her work. Um, anyway. So now we're down to six couples. So we're down to six couples. Right. The shoe incident's happening. Right. It's just drama. Somebody fell, and who? I can't remember who says it, but someone goes, "That one's a goner." That's <laughs> Luke, that's Luke. Luke. Luke says that. That one's a goner. Oh god! Yeah, it's so. Good. And they were the okay. way they were collapsing, dead on the floor. It appeared. It was really funny. <laughs> People. Just so then you're out. fixing the shoe, and we have the sweet, sweet conversation, like. <clears throat> I mean, of all the things happening in this episode, and then we get that like major sort of connection between mm-hmm. the two of them. Yeah, what was my g- mind? Got to got to remind the audience, uh, you know, about that. Do a heat check there, you know, because yeah. mm-hmm. you know you don't want to you don't want them to be buddies for too long. That's right. right. You don't want it to thaw out, right? It does. I mean, you do not. you do want it to thaw out. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but uh, yeah, you you. You're right that it's like, I don't know how to explain it. There's, it's the, so important that we're constantly reminded. Well, it's, it's like about these two, you know, the Rory Jess storyline has taken over the series. It's, it's, it's pretty much, you know, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. probably that demo at that time wanted to see, which is why they were pushing it. You know, the Luke and Laurel, I think, great. That's, that's all fine. You know, that's going to be there. That's going to be long term. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think they just didn't know. How long they were going to have Jess because of you know a how he looks, how he acts, how he is. He was going to go on to bigger and better things, and the studio knew that. Warner Brothers knew that. Yeah, except they also they, prob- I think they he, probably offered him a seven year deal. They had that spinoff pilot, so they obviously right. were in the Milo right. Ventimiglia business. No question Who about isn't? it. Who isn't right? <laughs> right? True. Right. <laughs> and I'm so in the, that business too. Uh, so <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> We'll get, so, so they prompt, they just wanted to maximize him and that character while they had him. And I think they did a great job. They did a really great but job. But we always have the consistency of Luke and Lorelai. Yeah. Always from moment one, always. There's no rush with that. That's just, Hey, and thank, thank TikTok. God for it. Cause it gave me, that gave the character longevity and me a job. Longer, think about longer. this. I saw a TikTok this weekend and it's like on my For You page. So that means it's just coming up. Now, obviously my For You page knows I like Gilmore Girls, but, and it had Luke and Lorelai. I mean, it's 20 years later and it shows them and just says Endgame. And it's just like <laughs> Luke and Lorelai are still in the pop culture, yeah. everything. Well, always will be. And you know, uh, yeah. my assistant sent me an article um, this Weekend Entertainment Weekly, and it, or maybe it was from 2004, and she just found it and she sent it to me. She goes, "Were you aware of this?" And they were interview. It's when they were courting Norman Mailer to come on the show, mm-hmm. and how they were going back and forth with him and Amy, and how he was going to appear. And Norman Mailer's son, who's an actor, theater stage actor um, of some note uh, on the East Coast, uh, was trying to convince his dad, "Hey, you should do the show. They offered you the show. You should do the show." So Amy sent him an outline of the episode what the show's all about. Norman Mailer got back to him. And this is in the EW article. I've never seen this before. I'd never heard about it. There was never a headline about it, except in this one EW thing. And it wasn't really a Luke and Lorelai thing. And he said, yeah, I I like this. I like the tone of this. I I like the Luke and Lorelai bit. So yeah, I think I'll do this. Wow. (laughs) Norman Mailer. Approval by Norman Mailer, that storyline. So, Well, yeah, I mean, Luke and Lorelai are always named in the top, like, I don't know, let's say 20 iconic TV couples of all time. It's like, right. 
What is that like? I just, it's kind of cool. <laughs> it's like, it's like, what? Me? You know, yeah. come on. I got lucky. Like, I got to be in the lucky. same list as Ross and Rachel is kind of like. Yeah, but I mean, even go back further. Like when I was growing up, it's like, you know, is is Don Adams and Barbara Feldon of uh, Get Smart uh, an iconic TV couple? Because <laughs> no. to me. No. <laughs> <laughs> If you said Lucy and Desi, maybe. Right. Okay. So Lucy and De- but I I yeah. I had a monster crush when I was a kid on Barbara Feldon. I could <laughs> not get enough of Barbara Feldon. Oh I'm God. telling you. She just was everything to me. Um yes, so if 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 we're in that same conversation with Lucy and Desi, my right, God. Right, that's like crazy. It's yeah, it's it's wild. It's just crazy. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So, okay. So that, so now we come back and we've talked about it, but we're at the scene where Adam Brody comes in. Oh, that's so great. Oh my God. That's such a great scene. And the interaction between Dave and Mrs. Kim and Lane. And then at the end, she's like, uh, he seemed hungry. <laughs> 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 he comes back. He seemed hungry. 
So many double entendres in there. But it just made me so happy for Lane. Yeah. And like, I think no. I love how like this episode was Paris and Lane finally were like getting the attention right. from mm. these boys they had a crush on. And then Rory's situation is like the complete opposite. But you see her friends like happy for a moment. And I think you don't see that in the series. Mm-hmm. Well, up until this point, we don't see like it's all about Rory. But now you're like, OK, like Lane's doing well. Paris is doing well. And then. Then you have Rory. <laughs> yeah, but Rory, I think, is in the same league with with those other two. It's just causing a little pain to get there. Yeah, yeah and we're I seeing agree that with you. pain. Like, but she's yeah. but she's getting what she wants, and Jess is getting what. I mean, it's kind of a happy moment for both of them. They just want to. They just need to wallow a little bit. They yeah. need to suffer a little bit. My notes say this is gnarly. Like yeah. the whole episode with the tension, if tension is the right word, between Rory and Dean and Shane and Jess. And really it's Rory and Jess, but Dean is just getting the shrapnel of it. And it's just gnarly. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, like Danielle said, the arm around and then them arguing. And it's, and then Dean's just finally like, we're done. I would have been really upset if Dean didn't break up with Rory after this episode. Like it had to, it had to be done. Right. Do you think that Jess felt bad once it all like blew up? He's no, ha- he's getting what he's wanted so bad. But the way that it happened, like I don't like for me, like I I think like <sighs> Dean had to break up with her. That needed to end. But like, do you think Jess really thought that it would happen that way? No, but I think he was. If he doesn't feel bad, then he's a monster. Then he's a sociopath. He does, you guys. But he, he does did, feel bad. He does feel bad. And yeah. felt bad. No, I know. No, but she's she's saying, do you think Jess felt bad and, and like at all? So yes, he did. I, he was he was surprised that it happened so quickly. Yeah. And I think he had a yeah. plan. And he was that's how he was pursuing her. He wasn't just some you know innocent in the backgrounds. You know, yeah, claiming innocence. Exactly. He was right. pushing the narrative. He was pushing that narrative. He wanted her. That's how he was he doing just it. Sitting courtside, waiting. Exactly. Like, you know, Especially like, that night. But once he got the result, he saw that the pain it caused her, and the pain mm-hmm. it caused, and and he probably felt bad because because Jared had something really great, and Jared decided to walk away from it, which showed Jess. Wow, that's kind of like what a man does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who was the bigger right. person there? It was really Jared that's looking better right. than both of them. You're mm-hmm. right. You're right. Dean really, really took it this episode. Yeah. Like I gotta give it to him. His yeah. whole thing, I'm not her boyfriend anymore. You've been into him since he got into town. Everyone can see it, Rory. Uh, Go be together. Right. Like yeah. the nothing, way- hold on. The, the the next line though, nothing is standing in your way anymore because I'm out. I'm like, oh, oh. yes. I was just thinking the same thing. I'm out. Crushed. The way he said I'm out. But now yes, the pre- Scott, you were right. You said at the beginning of the episode you're proud of Dean. And it's like, Danielle, you said it too. It's like, yeah. it's true. Like he did ultimately stand up for himself. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like the last few episodes, I've just been like, God, Dean, like, and, and Rory, like Rory, just like, why are you doing this to Dean and Dean? Why are you sticking up with it? And it kind of gave me really good closure in this episode. Like Dean knew all along, but he was trying, kept trying, kept trying. And then he was just finally like, I'm out. And Mm -hmm. it just made everything make sense to me, you know, like all the last few episodes. We see how patient he was. We see how steadfast he was, even Mm -hmm. in the face of all of that, uh, giving her the benefit of the doubt every single time uh, in in the face of 
evidence that it was obviously not mm-hmm. him, that you know he was not the object of her desire. And I think now we're in a situation with, with Jess and Rory where here these two kids are stuck together and it's, I just know it's not going to last because I don't know if, if Jess can survive something that requires the kind of transparency that Dean was demanding of her. Mm-hmm. And what, in other words, I don't think Jess is capable of having a really mutually uh, transparent and beneficial and open communication type of a relationship. He can't have an adult relationship. He wants, mm-hmm. he likes that drama. So how is he going to function with her? How she, I mean, she, you know, first of all, now she's got guilt and baggage because it, a, she did a good dude wrong, mm-hmm. okay, and got mm-hmm. dumped. So she's going to have to suffer that humiliation so that she might have to delay a relationship with Jess because you don't want to, you know, get out of the frying pan and get and in, jump into the fire, right? Or, or jump into, right, from the right. fire into the frying pan, right? Right. And that's ba- basically what this is. This relationship has no chance no chance of being successful um, in the short term. Just has no chance because of how the guilt they both now must feel and they're going to have to work it out. So they're not going to be able to express any real purity of feeling or thought. It's just going to be fraught with Dean, 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 breakup, breakup. Mm. We're less than, we're less than. So the guilt is going to get them, I think. I don't know, but I, I just kind of have a feeling. So they're kind of doomed. They're doomed lovers, right? They they take on tragic proportions. I just think- Agree. Obviously, Tara, I don't know what happens. Just let them talk. Just let them talk because we can't really. <laughs> I don't know what happens, but I have I have some hope for Jess. I think he's a good person, and I feel like he's going to do everything he can to make this work. Mm. I will say that I think Dean is the most perfect first boyfriend a girl could ever have, though. Like he, yeah. that's like boyfriend goals, especially like a first boyfriend. <laughs> For sure. I like you. The fact that the guy is actually openly telling you how much he loves you is yes. well, right, even step how, one. It's also super important. We, we glossed over it a little bit, but he talks about how when they're doing the crank calling and she says, I crank called you. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you just tell me, you know, why don't you say something? Well, I liked you. And he's like, well, I liked you. Yeah. And he like went along with like everything Lorelai and Rory did. Like he was always game for everything. And I think we're going to see that shift because like Jess doesn't really care about like the town, you know, so, right. you know, it's very uh, different. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like Dean definitely appeased like whatever Lorelai and Rory's wishes were. And now Jess is kind of more like a rebel. Well, right. And the town loves Dean. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. know the town doesn't love Jess, mm-hmm. but they do love Rory. So it's going to be interesting to see <sighs> yeah. how that all goes well you gotta have that character to see you know potentially derail uh rory from her path right so Mm -hmm. that tension's important and yeah really 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 important because we don't know what you know decision she's gonna make is she gonna shine harvard on what's she gonna do you know is she gonna drop out what is she gonna is she gonna do what lorelei i think what they're trying to get people to think is oh god she's gonna get pregnant just like her mother did and it's going to derail her entire life. And then we're going to get to see Emily and Richard react to that. <laughs> and Luke react to that. And Lorelai react to that, right? right? So I think that's where it was kind of headed. Um, would have been interesting to see if that had played out, right? Boy. Wow. Well, maybe, maybe they were thinking that <laughs> when they offered Jess a seven-year deal, 
or Milo a seven year deal. Like, hey, guess what? This these are our plans. You're you're right, gonna get her pregnant, right, right. and this is gonna turn into a whole thing. And they just said, nah. No, thanks. I'm going to take a wild guess, yeah. but our rapid fires always ask, who's the daddy? I'm assuming that happens. Well, well that's you'll, like a loaded don't question. Tell her, don't tell her, don't tell her, don't tell her, don't tell her. Never mind. You but mean with, so with, with Jess and Rory? Well, I... So Danielle I, has no idea why we ask, who's the daddy? Yeah. Oh, you don't? No. no. So don't, oh. she has no idea. So you just, have... So I'm assuming somebody gets pregnant and we don't know who the daddy is. Well, and wait a minute. Can I say when? Can I say no. when? No. I can't no. say anything to Danielle? Just don't. I don't think so. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll dummy up over here. I'll just. Yeah. Let her, let it, let her wonder. Okay. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there in a long time. It's a long yeah. road to what home. What a good tease, guys. <laughs> a Danielle like Romo. <laughs> yeah, it's a long road. You, you know what I did want to talk about, though, is how iconic for Jess and Rory the bridge is. Yes. Because they're yeah. right back in the same spot from a tisket a tasket, where we first sort of, like, we knew she liked him before a tisket a tasket and that he liked her, but that was the first real moment where they were really yeah. connected. It's a bridge over they troubled share. waters, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's the same bridge you'd push that kid into. I, I was about to say. Jeff just got thrown off that bridge. Do you know when you do the Warner Brothers tour in Burbank and they pass by that? They're like, and that's the bridge that Luke threw Jess on. Like, it's literally how oh, really? it's announced. That's what they said? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yep. They're like, if you we, guys watch Gilmore Girls, you would know this. And everyone's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Sometime soon we do all have to go on that tour. Yeah, we we're really going to do a podcast from that tour, right? Yeah, we will. Yeah, we got to do it. Got to do it we before will. I go away. I know, but when do you leave? Uh, I don't know, a couple weeks. Yeah, that's not going to yeah. happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> 2023. We'll have to do it when we get <laughs> No, 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 we'll get it in 20. I think we'll be able to get it in 2022. <laughs> Look, we just called James. He makes it happen in 24 yeah. hours. The guy's amazing. You know what is? Uh, <laughs> you're saying, well, you're up in Tahoe dealing with squirrels. Look, know, at, she, 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 she can't do it. She can't I got do squirrels it. living in my head. I got squirrels. So, you know what I think about Gilmore Girls that is consistent in almost every episode? <clears throat> that the, um, what would you call it? The, I always say like the crescendo, the, the biggest moment of mm-hmm. the episode, mm-hmm. which I would consider sort of the, the fight and then the scene between. Jess and Rory and he, you know, she says we're over and he says, I got to go do something. You always would think the episode would end like it does, like on other shows where you get to that sort of moment. Gilmore Girls always comes back with just like a little bit more where we see Kirk (laughs) running around, you know, he's running the Rocky themes going and Rory comes in crying to Lorelai. Like there's always like it gives us just a little bit more than you expect. And I think that's one of the things that I love. And you're like, Oh, like the best kind of laughter is the kind when you're feeling, you know, something, right. You're feeling vulnerable, like laughing and crying at the same time. And I'm saying that episode made me cry. It made me laugh more than anything. Um, But that final image of Kirk (laughs) with the Rocky theme song. (laughs) So good. good. Did you see Kirk get down on his back and like, like he was so happy that he got down like a dog and started, you know, scratching so his own back on the floor. Oh God, that was brilliant. I know, so good. Oh my God. I used to have a teammate when I played pro ball who listened to the Rocky theme song every time. I was like, his like on repeat before he would pitch. So, oh my God, I could yeah. see it. Yeah. He was like our Kirk. He was like our Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my God. You know what I was going to say? I understand why when people watch it on Netflix, Mm -hmm. they roll right into the next one because of the way the show is done. You're, you're like an addict where you're like, just one more. You know, it's so like, hard yeah. for me to stop every week. And I've watched this series like five times every week. I'm like, but one more. What happens if I jump ahead? Right. Like, what happened? Right. I had that happen last night because you immediately are like, I need to know what's next. You know what? You know what? Yeah. I was, you know what I found myself doing on this episode is is stopping it, going back, and listening to the jokes again because yeah. I wanted to get them again and again and again. Did I hear that right? Because it sounded well, because really they, funny. They, the way they do the lines, it's like half the best lines are almost throwaway lines. Yes. And you're like, mm-hmm. Wait, what? Yes. I watched the Jess and Rory scene at least three times. Like, it finished, re- rewind. Finish, rewind. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I had to see that so many times. But it's I like, it. you know, this episode was also really, I think, the foundation for Mizell, right? Or Maisel. Because oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, so yeah. that period. And, well, I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know if it's dead on the period, but God, she does that period yeah, really well. Yeah, she really mm-hmm. does. That, I right. mean, because that's I, her I, thing. I think there's some truth to what you're saying. Yeah. Because it's like all the jokey jokes. You know, her dad was a stand-up comedian. She grew up with all these brilliant comedians in her house. He was friends with all the great comedians and this period. So it's, it's just sort of know if we've re- reimagining about, her childhood somehow. I don't know if we've ever mentioned Bunheads. Oh, I love that show. Bunheads was an amazing show. I never it was saw it. such a bummer. So basically there was Gilmore Girls and then Amy Sherman Palladino did Bunheads before she did Mrs. Maisel. And she used a ton of people. She uses... She's Emily. Yeah. Um, I can't remember her yeah. name. Yeah. But what is Emily's real name? Why is that out of my head? Kelly Bishop. No. Kelly yes, Bishop. thank you. So Kelly Bishop was like the lead basically with Sutton Foster. It's so good. And I'm, I don't know why it didn't work. Like, I think it was one season. Maybe there was it two. It was but two. Yeah. No, sorry. You're right. It was one season. It was so good. Some things just so, don't work, you know? I, yeah. I, I would love to... Uh, I mean, one of the things I always say is when we finish Gilmore Girls, we need to go right into Bunheads and do this with Bunheads because it was it was such a missed. You, you know show what it is. You know what I so think good. it is. Uh, a lot of the times is, um, if the, if they don't put the money behind the marketing and the push for a particular show, I mean, they can make anything look great if they just put mm-hmm. the money into it, and and the time and and the really talented people at the studio behind it. It's like, here are the assets, here are the people, go. Push, 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 push. There's so many things they could have done to promote that show that I'm sure they didn't. They didn't get the money, they didn't get the consideration. It was ABC Family. It was on ABC Family. Before ABC Family was like Freeform, which it is now, it was called ABC Family. And I think it was like, just got lost in the shuffle. I think it was the time when that Secret Life of the American Teenager was so It was Secret Life and then Pretty Little Liars were like at its peak. So I think it just kind of was forgotten about in the midst of all. Who was in in the Secret Life of the American Teenager? Shailene Woodley. You know, I was offered offered that show. Uh, What? Were you going to be, who who were you going to be? Her dad. Do you remember? Yeah, wait. Wasn't it Molly Ringwald? Was Molly Ringwald Ringwald her mom? Yeah, I was about to say Molly Ringwald. But who was the the dad? dad? The dad was kind of like, was he nobody? We were in talks with them for a while on I that. I could see you on that show. Yeah, I, I turned it down. We couldn't We couldn't make a deal. I wanted to do it, but we couldn't make a deal. Oh, I could have seen that. Yeah. Would have preferred you on Bunheads. Just. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was everybody 
least favorite lines. I've given so many that you. I've already said it's. Me too. I've said so many. You know, Paris had some great lines. She had the one where she said uh, uh, she was mocking Louise and uh, uh, Madeline about, yeah, my head's gonna float right off of the top of my head. You know, but but I think the line, what are the Shane line? uh, uh, Who are you, Bobby Brady? Get a life. I'm sorry. That just. (laughs) Do I look like a cobbler? Was a pretty solid one. Right. Right. My favorite was when Lorelai says to Luke, have you seen Suki or Jackson? And Luke says, no, but have you tried the insane asylum where everyone in this room is supposed to be? <laughs> I know. Luke had the best lines in the whole thing. He, he did really not. Did. He did. He, he I, did have the best lines. I, I mean, he episode. had some good lines, but I think people had better lines. And I love, I, I love the Michael, I, I love the Michael Winters, the, uh, uh, the, the Taylor dozy uh, magician drunk lines. Cause he had too much punch and he was all drunky and sleepy. <laughs> And he says, pull the, pull the coin out of his ear, you know. I just love that guy. Love that One guy. more thing. Ah. Um, for those that are the clown pillow trackers, 940. It was, oh, I was way too fixated on that woman stirring. All right, hang on. I have my and notes stirring. and I need to uh, share. You guys all have to go back and watch that woman stir and stir. Please say you can put it up. <laughs> okay, it here we go. Instagram. Ready? I mean, she's all right, stirred look. for an hour. Cold open, number one. We're, we've got five things to go through here. Just here we go. Pay attention. We're with you. This Cold is like open. a highlight. Since, since we've been talking about the background actors, uh, watch the red-haired woman in the gray coat. Yeah. She sits there stirring, stirring, stirring <laughs> through the whole scene and never takes a bite. That's <laughs> so bad. It was really bad. Okay, clown pillow appearance. Ready? Top half of the clown pillow at a uh, minute marker, nine oh, minutes and 47 seconds. Wow. Number three, inconsistency. Luke, inconsistency. These are for me to say. Luke and Lorelai are sitting on the bleachers, just steps from the dance floor while he is fixing her shoes. So why don't they see Dean Rory confrontation and breakup? Oh, right. Um, okay. They, she went somewhere. Yeah, she went she, somewhere after Luke fixed her shoe. Yeah, I don't remember where, but she runs out. And that's why, because remember, she says she had to go somewhere. And that's why Dean had to take over. So she has to get the shoe fixed. And then she was going to go find, no, where does she go? Mm-hmm. It is inconsistent, though. Begs like, where the did question. she go? And, <laughs> I don't know if she was sitting right there, but she, I don't think she was in. No, in she had room. gone out. That's why when she comes back, she's like, what happened? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Number four. At the 41 minute, 58 second mark, uh, after Kirk has declared the winner when Lorelai runs onto the dance floor and asks Miss Patty where Rory is, you can see Rory already walking up behind Lorelai to the left of the referees, even though Miss Patty says she doesn't know where she is. (laughs) When they cut back to Lorelai, Rory is gone. Uh, Then reappears on the right side of the referees as Lorelai walks up to her. By the so, way, we didn't. We should have mentioned the roller skating referee. Yes. Was that guy on roller skates? Yes. That was amazing. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that's number four. Number five, music. The band at the dance marathon was an actual swing band called the Swinging Swingin' Deacons. Oh. The music played during the <laughs> marathon includes Sing 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 by Benny Goodman and the Glenn Miller standbys in the mood and a string of pearls did you guys um, notice in like it wasn't the medic tent but it was the the same area with, with the sandwiches and the trumpet player was like laying down and they were massaging his hands anybody <laughs> noticed so that? good no, no but that's so good wait, wait what'd you say what'd you say what'd you say 
the trumpet player was like laying down and he had like the trumpet on his chest and his hands up in the air and they're like <laughs> his hands. So genius. I miss that. Oh you know, uh, let's give Paris uh, her due here. She had a great, yeah. great line. Uh, when... When she said Paris is to uh, Madeline, Madeline, uh, or may I call you Spicoli? Oh, Spicoli. <laughs> Spicoli. And Madeline says, if you have to. <laughs> and that, then I'm Su- assuming Su- we're going to talk about that in pop culture. Suki says too. to Lorelai, Suki says, I have a problem. Lorelai says, it's 5.30 in the morning. How can you already have a problem? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's so true. And she says, Suki says, because one. I'm a multitasker. Um, just, you know. I would say 50% of these lines were jokes and they were all fantastic. The whole thing. I'm sitting here trying to eat my breakfast and I'm choking on the thing because I'm laughing so hard. I know the episode. It's, <laughs> it's, it's iconic. It's, it is one of the best episodes of the whole. Man, I tell you, if, if you're ever feeling blue, ladies and gentlemen, go yeah. watch it. Go, go watch this episode because you're going to feel great after you're going to, you're going to, so you're going to, it's that really so going to lighten everything up. You're, you're going to be so happy. You saw this episode. Um, the antidote for, uh, you know, downer Mondays or whatever it is, you know, or rainy day. Watch, they shoot Gilmore's, don't they? All right, so how are we doing? Uh, Wait, why is the episode called that? Uh, because it's based on a film, They Shoot Horses, Don't They? It was a, uh, an older film where it was based on a dance marathon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Anyway, the next episode is Let the Games Begin, Episode 8, Season 3. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Danielle, Amy Sugarman, Tara. Great episode. Best episode, in my opinion, of the entire uh, uh, three seasons so far. Yeah. I don't know how you're going to top this one, but this was uh, my ultimate episode. Um, we'll just have to let the games begin. We'll just have to let the games begin <laughs> next episode. Thanks, everybody. Best fans on the planet. Love you guys. Thank you for your comments. Keep them coming. And that's it. Stay safe, everyone. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, ScottyP.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, ScottyP.com. Grade one specialty coffee. Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.